0: An unexpected story out of the so-called hot labor summer. Strippers United will never be divided. Binge all four episodes of Imperfect Paradise Strippers Union, wherever you get your podcasts. LAist Studios. Today on the L.A. Report. Get ready for more rain. It's coming our way and should start sometime tomorrow night or Thursday morning. California regulators fine a big electricity provider $45 million for its involvement in a wildfire that burned nearly a million acres. $40 million of the $45 million fine will actually be PG&E paying to digitize its own records. And there's a new egg in town, actually in the mountains, as a much-watched nest gets a second edition. Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 30th. I'm Suzanne Watley, and you're listening to the LA Report from LAist 89.3. Rain and strong winds are on the way. The first of two atmospheric rivers is expected to hit tomorrow, when the Southland could see one to two-ish inches of rain and a few feet of snow, all of which is typical for this time of year. But El Nino conditions off the coast are playing a role, according to Marty Ralph with the Scripps Institution of Oceanography. The warm ocean temperatures offshore are strengthening incoming atmospheric river rainfall. We could see some heavy bands of rain this week, though right now nothing looks to be catastrophic. Preparations for flooding can include getting free sandbags to fill at a fire station. A second storm is due in next week with moderate to heavy rain Sunday through Tuesday. Los Angeles County is getting money to help keep guns out of the hands of domestic abusers. LAS reporter Robert Garova has more. Currently, court staff have to manually keep track and report when someone has failed to relinquish a gun or ammunition due to a domestic violence issue. Samantha Jessner is L.A. Superior Court's presiding judge. Not surprisingly, given the size and complexity of our county's criminal justice system, this can be a challenging task. A $1.6 million grant will go towards building a digital portal, which will automatically notify law enforcement when a relinquishment order is violated. It's supposed to launch early next year. The LAPD says last year, there were nine domestic violence-related homicides that involved a firearm. For LAist 89.3, I'm Robert Garova. In the city of Los Angeles, two big COVID-era protections for renters expire tomorrow. That is the deadline for tenants to pay back rent who have fallen behind since October of 2021. And on Thursday, landlords will once again be able to raise rent on their apartments in Los Angeles. Rent hikes will be capped at between 4 and 6 percent. The city is moving ahead with a program, meanwhile, approved by the council last year that aims to help tenants at risk of losing their homes. It requires landlords to tell the housing department each time they initiate an eviction proceeding. Those filings are now helping city outreach teams find tenants who need help. Dick Diaz is with the Office of Council Member Hugo Soto Martinez. This targeted approach where we're able to go door-to-door definitely helps us to find the people who need it the most and and who may have otherwise slipped through the cracks. Landlord advocates say the city's rule gives tenants an unfair advantage in eviction court. Coming up, Gopher Stack is nearly complete, with the Space Shuttle Endeavor now in an upright launch position in its permanent museum home. Back now to the L.A. report. State utility regulators have fined PG&E $45 million for its involvement in the 2021 Dixie Fire, which burned nearly 1 million acres in Butte, Plumas, Shasta, Lassen, and Tehama counties. CapRadio's Mike Haggerty has more. The penalty is a settlement between the California Public Utilities Commission and PG&E. The Dixie Fire is the second largest wildfire in California history, behind only the August Complex. It was ignited after a Douglas fir tree fell on PG&E equipment and burned more than 960,000 acres. More than 1,300 homes and other structures were destroyed. $40 million of the $45 million fine will actually be PG&E paying to digitize its own records remaining 5 million will be split evenly between the state's general fund and Native American tribes affected by the fire. In Sacramento, I'm Mike Haggerty. It's been a nail-biting journey for Endeavor in Exposition Park. Crews have been slowly and carefully moving the space shuttle from the California Science Center to its permanent home at the Samuel Ocean Air and Space Center. LAS reporter McKenna Sievertson says Endeavour is now in its ready-to-launch position. Endeavour has been retired for more than a decade, and for the last 11 years it's been held in a temporary exhibit. But Monday night, the shuttle lifted towards the stars one last time to be stacked with a pair of solid rocket boosters and an external fuel tank. Once again, the orbiter looks like it did when it was preparing to blast into space at Cape Canaveral, Florida. The new building is still under construction and does not have an opening date yet, but it is expected to be ready for visitors in the next few years. What's better than one egg? Two. The San Bernardino Mountains' famous bald eagle Jackie laid her second egg over the weekend. The nonprofit Friends of Big Bear Valley runs the live stream on Jackie and her mate Shadows Nest and says the newest egg comes four days after Jackie laid her first of the season. The incubation period for bald eagle eggs is about 35 days, so we won't know if we'll see chicks until the end of next month. It's another warm day ahead of the cool down and rain that moves in tomorrow. This afternoon's high temperatures will continue to be above average, mostly in the low to mid-70s at the coast, and around 80 degrees in the valleys and in inland empire. Coachella Valley highs could top out at 82 degrees. Thank you for listening to the LA Report. You can read more news at LAist.com or listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. The AM edition is hosted and produced by me, Suzanne Watley, with assistance from producer Tyler Wayne. Our engineer is Federico Garcia Rodriguez. Catherine Mailhouse is the director of content development. LAist's executive editor is Megan Garvey. Original music by Scott Kelly. Check back here at 4 for the PM edition. Listeners like you help make the LA Report possible. Please donate at lascom slash join. And the L.A. Report is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. Hey, it's Brian, the host of the How to L.A. podcast. How about we go to the movies? Join us for a 10-part series, Revival House, and discover the magic of L.A.'s indie theaters. Who knows, you might meet someone. I know it sounds antithetical because you're just sitting passively, but in fact, you're connecting with everyone else around you. Subscribe to How to LA from LA Studios wherever you listen to podcasts.